0: Hi friends, happy Monday, and welcome back to the I'm Proud of You podcast. I'm your host, Casey, and I'm so glad that you decided to pop on in here and listen to me chat today. It is a solo episode, so it's just me today. You're, you just kind of stuck with me, or well, yeah, you're just stuck with me, just me today so i wanted to create this episode just sort of as a little check-in and reflection moment. i don't have a guest lined up for this week so i'm just taking the opportunity to do it by myself do it solo like how the first few episodes of this podcast were and i know the past multiple Episodes that I've put out have had really really awesome guests on it And I'm so grateful to every single one of them I loved all the chats that I had with everyone. They were all so different Yet a lot of them are sort of similar and they sort of intertwine with one another But I just got a lot out of all of them And I'm really really excited for a few of the guests that I have lined up in the future and I'm excited to keep on finding new people and bringing them on to chat. Um, I have a lot of ideas for this podcast are all just sort of ruminating up in my head, but I know that they'll come to the forefront eventually and I just need to work through it little by little and plan it out and just take it as it comes. So yeah. I'm gonna dive into a little check in of how I'm doing, and I hope this also allows you to kind of check in with yourself and see how you're doing, whether that's mentally, physically, spiritually, anything like that. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself and looking like inside more and just making sure that you're showing up for yourself before you show up for everyone else. That's kind of been something that's really been on my mind a lot lately, just about the energy that we put out to others. We really can't fully show up with that energy if we're not recharging ourselves and being there for ourselves and accepting who we are and acknowledging our mistakes and also our triumphs and everything like that just to really really show up for ourselves because i kind of look at it as you can't pour from an empty cup that whole analogy and i feel like that's what a lot of us are doing lately and just really hitting burnout That's literally what burnout is is when you're pouring from an empty cup and you're just getting little droplets eventually just completely dries up and you're left with nothing and all that energy is put out into other people and other things and other projects and you're just not really serving yourself so just a little reminder just make sure that cup of yours is full fill it up a little bit check check on it check on it okay just be sure that you're showing up for yourself and for how i'm doing as a check-in i'm doing well and yeah, I really don't have anything super overwhelming that's come about lately. Life has been pretty smooth for the most part. I mean, amongst everything that's going on in the world, but I feel like that's kind of a given at this point. I mean, we've been in like Quarantine, quote unquote. I don't really know how it's like it wherever you're listening to this at at this point in time. I know it's different literally everywhere, like where I'm at a couple of towns over like they went to green or however whatever arbitrary system that they're going by with doing green, yellow and red um like, a town or two over is in was in the green when others were in the yellow. But then they were telling and, like, advertising on the radio and everything like that. Hey, like, we're green. Like, come to us. Come over here and t- shop and eat out and all that. Come to the green, even though, like, you're in the yellow. Come over to the green. But how is that preventing spread if... I I don't even know how to finish that thought in tangent because it's just so, like I said, arbitrary and makes absolutely no sense. But the entire approach to trying to combat COVID and quote-unquote flatten the curve, it isn't really working. I hate to break anyone's, I hate to burst anyone's bubble that thought it was, but it's really not. So... Yeah, that's just been present in everyone's life lately, but I feel like something along the lines of COVID and all the other events happening in the world, not events, but topics that are coming to the forefront, like all the racial injustice and the police brutality and just how messed up our country is as a whole, Um, it really at first it stressed me out like I think it stressed everyone out I mean it's still obviously stressing me out and it really uh, took a toll on me I even feel privileged to take to say that because I don't have to live through I just have to learn about it but there was just so much like coming at all of us at one time and we're all kind of like stuck in our house and I know I know that a lot of you are probably relating to this right now but i feel like within the past couple of weeks i've realized that i'm actually like looking forward to the content on like podcasts, well especially podcasts, yeah, and learning about these topics on different articles, whether i find them through like instagram or I stumble across them doing my own research online, i'm really finding that It's something that, to go back to the beginning, that kind of fills my cup. And I'm really just liking being informed. A couple of the podcasts that are really informative to me, but they're not like super, super heavy. And they're not like, you know, suit and tie, like super serious, straight up news. Like the typical news, they still give really good information from really good sources. One is... Pod Save America, I'm sure a lot of you probably know the whole line of, like, Pod Save. Like, Pod Save the people, Pod Save the world, I think. Pod, yeah, something like that. Um, But Pod Save the people is probably my... Pod Save, Pod Save America. Sorry. Pod Save the people is, like, a close second. I really like that one, too. I haven't dove as deep into that one as Pod Save America, but I'm really loving Pod Save America because they really dive into basically everything that's going on in America and I don't and I'm really liking their political standpoints and point of views which is kind of like different for me because I typically don't tend to be that kind of person to like stay up to date on everything politics and I kind of feel like privileged to even say that because like I don't not privileged um I'm not I don't know what the right word is Um, like I wasn't up to date on politics before and I kind of let that go to the back burner in previous years but now I'm really not and instead I'm taking more of the approach to be proactive and productive in learning more and educating myself more because I'm truly responsible for that in the end and to be an informed citizen as much as possible with all the murky and foggy water that's presented to us by our government and people in power. But that's a whole nother tangent that I'm sure I can get onto, but I'd rather do that with a guest on the show because I feel like a back and forth with that is... A much more insightful and open conversation kind of to have so yeah that's just the tip of the iceberg on some of my thoughts with that but I've been really liking just diving in deeper to things like that another podcast I know I only mentioned a couple um is what a day I think it's with the same production company as like pod save america and pod save the people it's a really really good it updates every day podcast Not like every weekday, I should preface that. They're about 20 to 25 minute long episodes. They fly by really quick for me, considering that I typically listen to like an hour-ish, hour and a half kind of podcasts. But I still really, really like it. It's super good. has a super good rundown of like everything that happened that day. And yeah, just think if you haven't checked it out, check it out. What a Day podcast, Pod Save America, Pod Save the People everything like that they're all really really great and informative and diving in to the next kind of part of my check-in is just about like worries and fears it kind of correlates with the whole state of the country and with COVID and everything like that but tying in with that is kind of this like in the back of my head kind of thought and sort of fear just worry just confusion like confusion about the future but we all know that we can't control the future really at all right now when it comes to planning for things like for me personally for school that's been something that's really been in the back of my mind because as I mentioned before on this podcast I'm an art major so if we were to go fully online again I just really, really don't know how that will correlate with my education and for me to get the most out of my education that I can. Because even in that, what, maybe half a semester that I was online, it drained me so much and it was not something that filled my cup. I guess that'll be a theme of just this whole check-in, maybe this whole podcast, I don't know. Kind of rolling with it, but it's not something that lit me up. It's not really something I looked forward to. I didn't enjoy the Zoom calls that much. I found it really awkward. And granted it did help me grow to become semi more comfortable on Zoom. I'm still not fully comfortable on it. It's just something that really took a lot out of me. And to do that Fully for an entire semester or even year I just don't know how that sits with me and the fact that I'm going into the semester or the year or whatever and paying money to do that I just don't know how I feel about that and I've been really really grappling with that lately and I guess I'm just gonna have to take it as it comes and make decisions As it comes, I really, really love college, but the reason I chose to go to college on campus and not do online school is because I didn't wanna do online school, and that's not the way I learn, and I'm a very hands-on person. And yes, I can keep myself accountable with all the work that is given to me and create art on my own, which I've been doing, and, all of that stuff and educate myself more it's just not the same and I think any of the college students listening or anyone who's in school that's listening can really attest to that no matter what your major is or what you're learning in school it doesn't have to just be art or something that requires like a studio or a lab it's it just takes a lot out of you And I mean, maybe some people found throughout this experience that, hey, like, I actually like doing online classes and I like the flexibility of being able to do it from home and all that stuff. But for me, that's just really not the case. And yeah, I've just been kind of sitting with that and kind of just having that loom in the back of my mind, but not letting it overtake me, just being like, okay, I'm going to take it day by day, just like the rest of the entire country is with this whole pandemic and everything like that. So yeah, just not letting that overwhelm me has been something that I've been proud of myself for. So we're already sneaking in some little proud of me moments here. You don't have to wait to the end to hear them all. So yeah, um, I've just really been reflecting a lot lately and acknowledging change that's coming about in my life and looking for change in my life and seeing how I can bring that about. And setting boundaries has been a big thing in my mind, not just lately, but I guess like forever, but now it's just been, like I've been putting them at the forefront and I've been speaking my boundaries and making sure I stand by my boundaries and not letting those boundaries fall to the wayside just because oh it will be easier or it'll please someone else if I just step aside from this boundary and just let them kind of walk over it because that's really the point of a boundary is to set it up so people know like hey I can only go this far with you and I can't do just whatever I want around you and I have to acknowledge this and it just kind of shows a level of respect too because that's just again what boundaries are It's just asking for respect and there's a lot thrown around on media and everything about like oh boundaries set boundaries and all of that but I think it's kind of an individual approach and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you Here's a whole layout of how you have to set boundaries with people in your life. Because what works for me and what I'm trying to make work for me is just not going to work the same for you. So, yeah, and I'm not great at setting boundaries right now. I'm not an expert. I'm not... A professional at it at all. I'm just kind of dipping my toe in the water of it, which I should have done a long time ago. But here we are. At least I'm getting into it. So again, proud of me for setting boundaries. So diving in now to some of the creative energy that I've been taking about in my life lately. I mean, I'm always creative. I always have that energy and drive to just create more and to get my hands dirty or covered with paint or sometimes cut by the materials I'm working with, but that's just my own clumsy self that makes that happen. That's a side note. So yeah, I've been really diving in deep to the Plastic Free July movement. And no, I'm not hopping on the bandwagon with this. I have been very, very passionate about sustainability and ethically sourced goods and materials and just products all around and protecting our environment, showing up for our earth and our ecosystem and just working in ways of living a more low-waste life into my life for probably like a year and a half or so now i wish i could say that it was for longer but i like again at least i'm here now and i'm so thankful that i'm here now and it's been something that's been lighting me up so much since i've struck that fire within me that has that has just been so present every day in my life because our everyday actions they really really do add up in the end and I think it's just something that falls by the wayside in our hustle and bustle go-go world of consumerism and capitalism and everything like that that's so insanely wasteful and it's just every it's just a quote-unquote normal action for us to use so many single-use items and to throw just throw anything and everything out if we don't want it and not go the extra mile to finding out where to throw them out at, where to do it ethically, how to maybe recycle it. Recycling is a whole messy thing in of itself. I don't even understand all the nuances of it. I understand some of it, but then anytime that I feel like I understand it, something changes and it just needs to say more concrete and then more people will be open to doing it it needs to be easier so then more people will be open to do it it's not just so simple as like oh here's a green bin throw anything that has the three arrows out in it and just throw it out as it is like no you have to this is a whole another tangent but for just recycling just a little bit that some people don't even know is you know if you throw out a metal can that has residue on the inside you have to wash that out Or anything like that. Like, if you throw out a plastic water bottle that still has water in it, you have to empty that water out. And you have to take that label off. And you have to remove that bottle cap. Because with that, there's, like, it's sort of, like, a mixed material thing. Like, yeah, it's all plastic, but it's, like, different kinds of plastic. And it just has to be that plastic water bottle. Like, that's all they mean that you can recycle. But those three arrows don't come with, like, um... instruction booklet on the bottle so how are you supposed to know that like this triangle of recyclable arrows doesn't just mean I can throw this out wherever there's so many different numbers I know there I think there's like between seven or nine like numbers maybe I'm wrong I don't know but I don't even understand what each number means like off the top of my head I can't even tell you what one of them means because it's so it's just so messy and it's definitely something that I want to dive into deeper and I've been doing sort of like a doodle page a day I've been just like really loving doing these and it's just something that I can pick a topic like recycling like I was just talking about and I go into Google because you know Google is accessible to all of us and if we don't know something we can Google it and there's a lot of resources out there just make sure that your resources are actually like backed by like sources and actual scholars and not just something that you find on a random blog and if you find it on like one place make sure that you can go on to other sources and find that same information because that means that that information most likely is true if you can find it in multiple spots so yeah there's just some tips and tricks on how to actually do research. I'm sure you probably already know that, but some people just find something on one blog or one news article and they're like, oh, this is the end-all, be-all, this is true. I mean, look at how people are approaching COVID. Like, like um, I think that's a kind of, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with how we do our research sometimes, and sometimes our research isn't really backed by the best sources, so please just make sure that, you're doing the right kind of research and you're taking the right kind of information. So, yeah. But anyway, to go back to my little doodle pages, I pick a topic, like I said, recycling or something like that, That's has to do with sustainability or low waste living or just not treating our planet like trash, like we currently do. And I pick a topic on that and I just go on to Google and I research it and I find some little facts and figures on the pollution that it creates, who it exploits, what really goes into certain materials being made. For example, I just went on a whole little research fests of fast fashion that's the next doodle page that I'm planning on making and I'm sure we all know a ton about fast fashion I know I knew a ton about fast fashion but I didn't know the actual like percentages and facts and figures about it so I went on and I did research so I can actually have tangible numbers so on my pages that I create and color that people can get actual like numerical information because i feel like that sticks so much more than just making a statement like oh a lot of plastic is in our oceans like if you give like a certain number people are like oh my god that's like astronomical like like for example with fast fashion like one fact that i didn't know until i did more research was it takes over 2000 liters of water to make one single t-shirt primarily like cotton it it's closer to three three thousand than it is to two thousand it's like twenty seven hundred liters of water to make one t-shirt like just think about how many t-shirts are on the earth right now and those that much water is what an average person drinks in three years Just let that sink in because all of these facts for me, like I just keep finding them and finding them. And it's like, especially with fast fashion, like you can just keep finding more and more of this shit that it's just awful. And the fact that these companies are making so much money and paying people to make their garments so cheaply, the average factory worker that makes these fast fashion garments makes barely three dollars a day that's not an hour that's a day how is that a living wage because well plot twist it's not a living wage that means they're making pennies and cents each hour and a lot of these people have families they have to support they have to support themselves how are they supposed to support themselves on three dollars an hour i mean a not even an hour I'm so used to saying an hour for wages three hours a day in a week if that and they typically work seven days a week they're only making $21 in a week some people that have really good paying jobs they can make $21 in an hour like just think about that that just like blows my mind and I'm so insanely passionate about all of these topics there's so many of them that are about sustainability and treating others and the planet and animals and everything like that just with kindness and compassion and not exploiting them and taking advantage of them and using them for our own good because this country and mostly this country some other parts of the world too There's actually a lot of other parts of the world, but I'm just going to focus on America as a whole because like that's obviously where I've experienced in. But it's just so focused on consumerism and capitalism and it's just constantly throwing and shoving everything that you need. Like you need this, you need this. Like you have this, you need the next one down our throats constantly. And it's just been embedded in us and ingrained in our heads to live that way and to always look for the next best thing and to just throw out something that has like a little bit of... Maybe like a stain or a little tear or rip, or it's just a little bit old, just to throw it away and just to buy a new one because it's there. And I just find it so disgusting that we have to live this way and we shouldn't have to. Like, when did we stop appreciating what we have and we're constantly looking for the next best? I'm kind of a hypocrite in saying this because I find myself along this path too, but I think we all do. And it's just about being more conscious. I mean, that's why my Instagram handle is consciously Casey, a little little mid-podcast plug for that. But that word of just being more conscious and being more aware of what you bring into your life, what you put out into the world, everything like that, it's just so, so important. And so many people just don't acknowledge anything in regards to their waste. And it's just a thing of privilege, too. They just think they're entitled to it. And this is the way it's always been. So this is the way it always has to be. But like Plato said, it hasn't always been that way. We've adopted this idea and system of consumerism and capitalism. And it's just grown and grown over the years. And while I don't know all the little, like, nuances and, like, in and outs of it, I do know the broad sense of it, and it's just kind of really gross what companies, fast fashion companies, unethical brands, anything like that, put out into the world and make people think they're doing acts of good when they're really not. And then that goes into greenwashing, and I could go down on a whole entire rabbit hole of topics in regards to sustainability and how greenwashing is really just taking advantage of people who are trying to do the right thing, but then these companies who I don't don't who I just don't think have any morality or any sense of empathy for others, the planet, animals, anything like that, they're just putting out these messages just so they can make money because again it's just all about capitalism all about how we can make money who cares if we're degrading our planet and our ecosystem and making animals go extinct and giving people harmful chemicals into their life and letting them put this on their skin and on their kid's skin and let them consume it like who cares about that as long as we're making our money and who cares about us being transparent and actually showing what we're doing and who's making our clothing or who's making this product, who cares about that as long as we're making our money because we're built on a capitalistic society that goes and runs off of people making money. And oh my gosh, I could just keep going off on this. I didn't expect to get this deep into a topic and I just think it really shows how passionate i am about this whole the whole earth and just being a good citizen and steward on this earth because the cliche saying there's no planet b it might be cliche but it's true we can't keep just degrading it and bashing it and just throwing it under the rug as a, unimportant topic because it is so important and if I sound preachy right now good because sometimes you just have to be preachy to get people to acknowledge this message because it's it's just not talked about enough and I'm I get really tired of it when I try to talk about it and even just in the slightest little conversations and people think that you're being like preachy or you're on a high horse because you're just trying to inform them. And it's just the fact that people are so stuck in their ways and they're so resistant to change, even though the change needs to happen. We can't keep using all these single-use items in our everyday life and create so much waste in the environment. Like, it needs to change. There's only a certain amount of land that we have. And if it's completely annihilated by the trash and pollution that we put out there we're gonna see repercussions and I mean we already are seeing repercussions but we're gonna see worse and worse act like repercussions for our actions but instead of looking inward and seeing like hey what can we do as an individual we look to the system and be like hey they need to change this and this but it all comes down to the individual that's what it all boils down to We just need everyone just taking little steps in the right direction to make a bigger change. We can't just have like a handful of people doing it completely 100% perfect and think that that's going to make a difference because it's not. If there's still a ton of people, billions and billions of people out there putting out so much pollution and trash and toxic chemicals into our world, that just really just annihilate it and beat it to a pulp because we can't keep doing that anymore our planet is suffering and just be a kind human just be a good human be aware of what you put out there and be conscious of the actions you take and that's really just what i'm trying to get across and i went off on a whole tangent but i'm gonna list for you guys just some of the ideas that came to my mind for the Plastic Free July content that I want to create and it was another reflection moment for me because I just started listing out these topics just so I have them sort of on the back burner so I can go to them when I'm ready to start a new idea and I don't have to like sit there and ponder like oh what should I do next should I do this or this or should I do this or this I can kind of like look at this list like bunch a bun- bunch of few of them together and go from there. And the time that it took for me to create this list was like no time at all because I got a couple down. I just kept going and going and going. Because after I've been studying this a lot more, it's been ingrained in my mind a lot more. And there's just so many different paths you can go down to providing more education and resources on these topics. And there's so many topics to dip your toe into It can be really overwhelming, don't get me wrong. But it's the sense of you don't have to do everything. You just have to do what you can. And that's really what I want to get across with the doodle pages that I create. And it sounds so unserious when I say, oh, I'm creating little doodle pages. But they're just little, like, they're sort of like the infographics that you come across on like Pinterest or Instagram about all that stuff. But I'm just making them more my own and I'm making them by hand because that's the type of art that I'm drawn to and that's the kind of art that I love and not bashing graphic or illustration on computers and digitally at all it's just not my line of work maybe someday it will I don't know but for right now it's it's not so some of the topics that I I want to create around some of them i've already created around or just like reusables this this is simple stuff like reusable bags how you can be more eco-friendly when you go to the grocery store when you buy in bulk during the normal world when we go buy in bulk and use our own containers and bags and everything like that i know i really love doing this before the whole covid pandemic happened and now at least in most places we can't at my farmer's market that i go to they actually will take my bag and i was actually really surprised at that when i can get like trail mix or nuts or something and they'll fill it in my own bag i was like oh okay okay cool i just asked just to throw it out there i thought i'd get shot down but they're like yeah we can do that and that just honestly made my day, and I think if that doesn't show how much of an environmental geek I am, I don't know what does, but I'm here for it. I'm owning it. I'm embracing it. So yeah, um, just use as many reusables as you can. Um, composting was one that I had a lot of fun doing the deeper research into and create the doodle page around. There's so much more information about composting that I want to do on a page. I couldn't fit it all into one sketchbook page one eight by 11 page i think that's the size of my sketchbook so i'm definitely wanting to do a part two to that maybe even a part three maybe i'll just keep going with a series because there's so much to learn about composting and again it sounds super geeky but i just really love it and it's super interesting to me And then that goes into gardening and plants and I think there's just this whole like plant movement right now. I just keep seeing so many people just bringing in like plant friends to their home and talking about their plants, showing their plants on like social media and like connecting with others about like plants, plants, plants. Um, It's just so fun. And to bring some green into your life and to research different plants, to grow your own veggies, to grow your own produce and herbs, it's so fulfilling. And then to use that compost that you have and use that for the soil and to give it nutrients and to see it actually like go full circle is so incredible. I've been doing that lately and it's just so rewarding and fulfilling to be like, I'm not putting all this crap into landfill like i'm actually reusing it and generating new growth like i read about the cycle so long before actually taking the entire cycle and to see it now come full circle is just like incredible to me and i'm so geeking out over here over gardening and composting but you know you know your girl's into that so I hope someone out there is do it too and can geek out with me. Uh, another topic is to try all the DIYs at home. I haven't done this doodle page yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. I know there's like tie dye DIYs you can do with like turmeric and avocado pits and beets and everything like that. And I'm really looking forward to trying that on my own in the near future. Um, there's tons of other DIYs you can like make your own cleaning supplies you can just I'm blanking on other things but I know there's a ton of them out there so do like sustainable DIYs and use what you already have at home and another topic of use what you already have at home just take take um inventory. That's the word I was looking for. Take inventory of what you already have and don't go out and like buy, buy, buy all the new stuff. Use what you already have and get creative and think outside the box. Um, Wear an outfit that you haven't worn in a while instead of repeating the same exact outfit all the time and then getting tired of it and being like, I need new clothes. But you practically have new clothes because you have a couple articles in your closet that you have worn once like two years ago and could break that out again or maybe if you don't really like it any much that much anymore maybe like jazz it up a little bit maybe like crop the shirt or do some kind of cut to it or if you're handy on sewing sew it a different way hem it whatever I know if I have like oversized shirts that I'm not like really loving just because they're like oversized obviously they're not like super like flattering or anything like that and I just like crop it I wear that shirt then like all the time like I suddenly become like obsessed with that shirt and yeah that's just how this that's the way that I do things and kind of take inventory of the clothing that I have that I don't really wear and try to find ways to wear it more um one more uh I did one on plastic free privilege which really dove in deep to the whole idea of low waste and living more sustainably is for sure a privilege some people don't have the means or accessibility to reusable goods or fresh produce or even fresh water which is really really sad and a whole nother tangent of a topic that I could go into for so long so so long but anyway some communities just aren't aren't uh, aren't privileged and they don't have the means to be able to focus on living a low waste life and living sustainably they're just worried about getting through each day-to-day life and they don't know where their next meal is coming from and if they don't know where their next meal is coming from they can't make sure that it's a sustainable meal or that it's like package free or that it's vegan or cruelty free or anything like that they can't focus on that because they don't have the means to so I did a whole doodle page on that and that was a really reflective research topic to go into and I got a lot out of it and i got a lot of good feedback on that page and um yeah so i've really been loving doing plastic free july and going into that and just because i say plastic free july doesn't mean all the topics that i do my doodle pages on and artwork about are about being plastic free i just kind of use it as a stepping stone as like a foothold for me to kind of branch off of and if I'm like at a loss for ideas I just kind of go back to that main point of like living low waste and living plastic free and like what direction can I take from there like I also have done recently the most recent one was just a self-care and hygiene like sustainability one and just making sure again to wrap to go back up to the top of the episode about just like making sure that you show up for yourself before you show up for others and before you can show up for the earth and really live a conscious life you have to be conscious of yourself like internally you know and just make sure you're taking care of yourself but there are sustainable ways you can take care of yourself without like you know the the wasteful products that are out there um that proclaim about like where do this act of like self-care and everything like that but use this like one disposable wipe and then like throw it out and just keep buying and buying and buying because you know (laughs) capitalism but okay i will end that chat on plastic free july there so if you want to check out my doodles and everything that i'm providing i have a lot of good info and i've been really really loving putting it together and sharing it with people Again, I've been getting really good feedback on it and it just lights me up and just encourages me to keep going if you wanna go and check them out. My Instagram is at casey, and I also have an artwork Instagram called artwork by casey. and I've been doing a 100 day project over there where I just do like little sketches every day and I just share them. I think right now I'm almost at 50. I'm almost halfway through the challenge and this is the longest that I've, maintained a like sketchbook challenge and before I've tried to do like inktober and other like draw for like 30 days or something like that but it just like hasn't stuck but for some reason this one really is and I've been also doing those sketches about like um sustainability and conscious living and like low waste and they have to do with like plastic free July they're sort of like a bouncing off point of what my next topic will be and they're sort of a precursor to what I want to do a larger doodle page infographic thing about and research more into so it's kind of like a sneak peek on there and then you'll find like a doodle page a day or two later about that topic so I, c- I think it's kind of cool it's a cool system that I have set up in my mind so I think it's interesting you might not I don't know um, so yeah, I'll just start wrapping up now, I guess. I honestly didn't expect to talk for this long, but once I get into talking about art and the environment, oh, oh, I go off. I really want to have a guest on to go back and forth about this, these two topics on, or maybe even just environmentalism and sustainability and just, you know, being a good... Goddamn human being, you know. <laughs> um so some of my recent favorites that I'll be just like diving into just to wrap this all up is I've just been loving connecting with others more. I've been doing this a lot more on social media. I've been messaging a lot more people and interacting with people like on the comments and everything like that. And like I said, been getting really good comments and feedback about my plastic free july doodles and i'm so appreciative of that um it just really encourages me to keep going with them i've been loving gardening like i've mentioned earlier i'm not like a huge like green thumb person i've just been kind of like working more to getting my thumb greener i just welcomed in like four new plants the other day And it just really brightened my mood because I was having sort of a crappy day. But then I decided out of like the middle, like just like out of the blue, I was passing a um, greenhouse that I've passed before when I was coming back from the farmer's market. And I was just like, hey, I'm I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop. I actually passed it. And then I thought about it a little bit. And then I turned around in like a driveway and i was like no i'm just, i'm just going to go back i'm just going to go back so i went and it was amazing it was so great and i got four new plant friends and they're so wonderful and i'm so glad that i got them to bring more greenery into my life and i'm growing some veggies i'm growing tomatoes and this morning i actually saw a little like green little like plump i don't know what to call it a green little A green little circle guy on there starting to grow and it makes me really happy because I killed my last tomato plant and to see this one like blossom and grow even in the past couple of days has been awesome and again geeking out how many times can Casey geek out about some kind of plant or earth thing but that's my personality and that's just my big mood and vibe so you know if you know you know um I've been of course loving all the sustainable things that I've been diving into lately well not even like diving into lately that I've just been keeping up as a constant in my life like composting and trying to create as little waste as possible that's really one of my like main focus is just like living more of a low waste life i don't like the term zero waste because that's not possible in the world that we live in at all and taking these more sustainable steps and challenges but not like living so rigid by them you know just like taking it as it comes and just like i've incorporated them in my life so much now that i don't even really think about them they're just kind of like everyday actions and then like i'll have someone over And they'll be like, hey, where are, like, your tissues or, like, where are your paper towels at? I'm like, um, what? Or, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't realize that I do this stuff until, like, you know, I'm, like, with other people who live, like, quote-unquote, like, more normal as to how we've lived normally for so long. And that's been ingrained in us to just use all this single use stuff just for the act of convenience, but I digress. And a last thing that I've been loving is just like spending so much time in my sketchbook lately. Like I've almost filled up this, another sketchbook. I filled up one just the other week. I had two going at the same time and I filled up the one the other week and I'm just about to fill up this other one because I've been doing so many like little sketches and doodles lately. But fear not, I did, I did prepare myself and I did go out and buy another one so that as soon as I fill up this one, I can go right back into a fresh one. And fear not, also, it already has stickers on it because all my, uh, my sketchbooks have a ton of stickers on it, and that's kind of a wasteful thing. But you know, I just I love me some stickers, so yeah you just kind of it's a give and take thing i still do wasteful things and i want to do a whole doodle page on wasteful things that i still do and i also want to do a doodle page on weird eco habits that i do because i find them kind of funny but hey they save save resources in the end so yay for that uh to wrap up this little chat I will finish off with some final proud of me moments. I know I kind of sprinkled some in there throughout the the whole conversation, but I'm proud of myself for not letting social media become toxic because I've been on it, not like a ton more frequently, but like I've been interacting with other people on it a lot more, but it's not like in a toxic realm and I know what community that really fills me up and brings me joy and i just look for support i look to support others because there's so many people on social media creating such amazing content and putting such great energy out there and i just i'm so here for it and i love it and i love connecting with others online and i think uh covid has really taught us that the power of community we really can't take for granted and we all kind of like flown to this like online realm so much more and we really grasped it and like hung on to it a lot more and i am just so here for like the positive content and new insights and perspectives that it allows me to have and connect with other people that i otherwise would not have known or talked to or anything like that that's how i brought on and found a lot of my guests that i've already had on is through social media and connecting that way and just like finding someone who really I feel from like the content that they put out like aligns with my views and ideas or maybe doesn't and I just want to get their perspective on life to expand my horizons kind of so I've just really been loving that and I'm really proud of myself for not letting that space become toxic like it has in the past um a second thing that I've been proud of myself for lately is just noticing when I mess up and not letting that um sort of get me down for like days and days or like even like a week on end um there's like a whole situation that happened at work and in previous in like the previous like even year I would have taken that and I would have like Moped over it and really let it just like put me in a mood for like days on end. But it, it was just something that you just have to kind of shake off. It was an accident, it happened. It was just a series of events that were just one after the other, were just I don't know how else to put it but a shit show. So yeah, and instead of lingering in that shit show, I just kind of laughed it off and rushed it off. Obviously, I took it seriously in the time. But then I just kind of, I guess I didn't like laugh it off, but I just kind of like came to terms with it and been like, okay, that happened. Me dwelling in it will not make anything else happen. And you dwelling in the past won't make anything in the present like magically solve it. So that's just been something I'm proud of myself for. And lastly, again, to mention the whole Plastic Free July thing, I'm proud of myself for keeping up with that doodling every day and proud of myself for keeping up with the 100 day project I'm doing of sketching every day I'm almost at 50 and that like blows my mind like I couldn't even keep up with like inktober and I've tried inktober to like draw every day in October for I think I've tried it like two or three times and I've gotten to like the second week and then just like fell off so I'm just proud of myself for that and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this whole ramble of what's been going on in my life lately, what's been going on in my head, what I've been really focusing on. I hope it brought you new perspective, maybe to dive into some sustainable research or actions or or anything like that. If you guys have any questions about it for me or you have any ideas about a topic that I could do a Plastic Free July little like doodle page infographic sketch on or research more into that you're really passionate about let me know. Um, You can slide over to my DMs on my Instagram. It's at consciouslycasey. Like I mentioned previously, I would love to connect with you guys over there. Or you could check me out at the podcast Instagram account, which is at I'mproudofyou.pod. And yeah, I'm planning on focusing more energy into more content over there. I know it's kind of been like hit and miss with me lately there. I try to be on it a little bit each day, but I haven't it's not it hasn't really been like growing. I mean, I'm not super super duper like sad about that. Like I'm looking at this podcast more of just a project to do for fun and to be an outlet for me and I'm not so like ingrained in it. Um it's just something that's really enjoyable and once I put like a schedule to it like a really really strict schedule to it like oh I need to release at this date by this time and yada 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 and all that then it really just becomes like unfun for me so just keeping like sort more of a loose structure and taking it as it comes kind of just really works for me with this and yes yeah, so I'm gonna try to work on more content for that and I hope you guys are enjoying the content that I'm putting out. If you could rate and review it, that would be amazing. And if you could also subscribe, so anytime that I update an episode, you get a little box of the I'm proud of you logo that pops up and then you can listen right away to the new episode as soon as it comes out. And also share with a friend, and just let me know what you're thinking about this podcast, any, anything that comes to your mind. Just want to chat again. Feel free to reach out to me. I love to connect with you guys. And that's it from me for today. Until I chat with you guys next time, I'm proud of you. Bye, guys.